Uh, and we're fucking going. There you go, Drake. Hi, guys. You get just me alone today. And I have a cold. <laughs> I've got a terrible cold, actually. Um, I don't know exactly what happened. I should have probably fixed this more before I started this, but I didn't. And here we go. So I'm going to turn myself up because I can't hear anything. And I'm sorry if I'm blowing everyone's eardrums out. Um, hopefully it's not that bad. Hi, guys. Uh, it's just me, like I said. And uh, I've been trying to nurse a cold. I'm in a onesie today. Uh, I got as far as slapping on a little bit of makeup and blow drying my hair and that's it. So me and this comfy, cozy onesie will be going right back to my couch as soon as I'm done with this. Um, but I asked you all for a bunch of questions and you guys kind of like did it and I want to answer them for you. And I hope that we can have fun this, this round. Uh, it's got, I think I'm going to call it Zoya does, uh, questions in a onesie or something along those lines. We'll see. Um, but yeah, Mike's got a couple of shows coming up. I should probably pull that up too. Mike's been doing a bunch of stuff today. He's got one at the laugh factory, but most of you guys probably around here won't see that. Um, and of course you can always find uh, Mike Falzone, anything Mike Falzone on MikeFalzone.com. Um, and that's really about that. Uh, we're actually going to be in, he's going to be in, uh, Reno, the 27th, 28th and 29th, March 9th. He'll be at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, March 14th, the Siren Theater, uh, in Portland, Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. What do you guys say? Uh, the Siren Theater. Uh, I get to see my sister and my brother-in-law. May 15th, uh, he's at The Stand. Um, and that's in New York, uh, in Manhattan, right there on 16th Street, I believe. Uh, and that'll be fun. I'm going to be there. I get to go to get to see my family. Can't wait. Um, and then on June 18th, uh, he's going to be at the Comedy Store which I think I'm going to play hooky and I'm going to come to that show too. So I'll see you there, La Jolla. Yeah. Um, let me get my questions up. I should have had all of this done, but I didn't. And y'all can't kiss it. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so again, I'm doing this solo cast. Mike's got a ton of stuff to do today. So I decided that I was going to take the workload off of him and I was going to do it again in my onesie. And I hope you guys all love it. Uh, the first question comes from our homie and yours, my, my homie and yours, uh, Jesse Stillwell. He asks if you couldn't be a hairstylist anymore for some reason, what would your next career be? Honestly, I don't know. I would probably want, I like having cash on hand. Uh, and I get that with, you know, doing hair, my tips at the end of the night. I don't know what I would do. I feel like I always have cash on me. So 
Um, it would have to be like, I don't know, bartender, just something easy that I, something thoughtless, or I'd go back to school for dental hygiene. My niece is doing that right now. And I think that she really loves it, but, um, I don't know. It would definitely have to be something with, with people. Um, it couldn't just be nothing because I don't know that, I don't know that I could be a housewife or like a stay at home mom or something like that. That seems weird to me, even though I don't knock it. And sometimes I wish for it, but I always tell Mike that if we were to have kids that I wouldn't take a proper, um, maternity leave because we couldn't afford it. (laughs) And that's a real thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I feel like that day's going to come though, because doing hair is hard on the body and, I would probably have to do something sitting down. Maybe I could be a receptionist somewhere, run an office. Eh, we'll see. I have no idea, Jesse. That's my answer for now, though. Um, Heather asks, what do you do? What do you like to do on a solo vacation? I'm coming. I'm taking a trip to Cali in a few weeks for a friend's wedding, but also uh, gave myself some time there alone to hang out. And then Felicia Shimberi says, I'm doing the exact same thing for the exact same reason next month, different state though. I could also definitely use some tips for solo vacationing. And then Rob DeVere says, same, not for a wedding for Mike's show. Uh, Recommendations, uh, coffee girl recommendations for fun things to do in Portland. Well, we're going to be in Portland. We love to eat in Portland. Um, I get to see my sister a lot in Portland because she comes and hangs out with us. Also, I stole this mug for those of you watching this video. I stole this mug from, uh, from Elmer's, uh, diner in Palm Springs. That's another thing I do is I steal mugs from places that I visit and restaurants that I like or the one I stole in Toronto. I just stole it because they were an asshole to Mike. <laughs> so I took it. I uh, I suggest thieving things <laughs> while you're away. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, uh, I like to eat through cities. Um, I like to kind of see how they all live and what they do and, and, and all of that. Um, I like to walk around a lot. I like to stay somewhere close to downtown, if not downtown proper. Um, and Mike and I love to walk around the cities whenever we get a chance to do that is it's always nice. And we always have the days to ourselves cause he's typically got things going on in the evenings, obviously for shows and stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe going to a museum, um, yeah, just walking around the city is I love, I just love to walk around and just see the, the, the architecture, the art, a lot of graffiti. Um, I love doing that in, in Toronto and, um, we did a lot of that in Chicago. Um, New York is always good for that. I feel like most cities are, we were just recently in Nashville and like, we got to see a bunch of their graffiti and, we walked around for just a little while. Not, We didn't get a chance to walk around as much as I wanted to this time, but 
um, driving around, we got to see a lot of like their street art and stuff like that. And I like to do a lot of that, which I think is fun. Um, Lewis, uh, Logan Lewis asks, what's your favorite and least favorite part about traveling with Mike for his shows? Um, I think, uh, being in and out of cities is a lot. Um, and it's a quick turnaround. So we tend to fly in either the late night before or day of, which flying in day of sucks. Um, but it happens. Um, it all depends on what I've got going on for work. If I have to move more than two clients, I'll, I'll fly in day of instead of the day before because it's inconvenient for them and it's inconvenient for my schedule too. Um, so a lot of that is selfishness, I guess you could say. But um, uh, that gets to be a lot, the quick turnaround, like flying in, staying for a day or two and then flying back. It's That's tough because it's typically, all right, we fly in the day of, We've got a couple of hours before the show and then fly out that that next day if he doesn't have shows and it's typically first flight out so that we get back early enough to either podcast or get ready for the week or whatever it may be. That's that's one of the things that sucks most about it. Um, meeting a lot of you guys is probably the best part of it. Um, we've been really fortunate in, in being able to meet a lot of a lot of you guys that listen to the podcast and there's no better feeling that when people are like, I love the podcast. Cause sometimes I'm like, fuck, do people actually like this? <laughs> uh, which I think is, um, which I think is interesting. You know, I'm happy to be able to help in any kind of way. And I'm glad that people think that, we give good en- good enough advice to help them through throughout their lives, I guess. Um, that and the food. I love food. What can I say? I'm a chubby kid. Uh, Shelby asks, have either of you put hot cocoa mix in your coffee? If so, did you love it? Now, Shelby, I'm not sure if I talked about this a couple weeks ago or not on the podcast, but I absolutely did that not too long ago because we ran out of uh, creamer and I was like, oh, this will be good. Um, and I've done it several times before. I just don't always have hot chocolate mix, but from Christmas we got like fancy hot chocolate mix from clients and stuff. And uh, Mike's mom sent us a basket and we got some of that for, for that. So yes, I did it. And yes, we loved it. Uh, Troy R asks, what is the most awesome person with the name that rhymes with Zoy? Oh, I don't think there's anything. I My sister went to school. I don't know. Who is the most awesome person with a name that rhymes with Zoy? I mean, Troy, I don't know. <laughs> Troy, I, I don't know. I, um, Zoy... Zoy, my sister went to school with a, a a girl named Roy. Her name was Roya, and they used to call her Roy. Uh, you know, I don't know, Troy. 
maybe maybe if I met a cool Roy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> if Mike was here, I feel like this joke would be so much better. <laughs> I don't know how awesome you really are. I mean, Troy, I only know you on the internet, man. Uh, Maddie asks, best adult names for pets, i.e. I have a fish named Susan. I don't know, man. I love like uh, Margaret, Marjorie for a cat, I think would be good. Uh, Ronald for a dog. I like Ronald for a dog. But I like these names, though, even for humans. Uh, I love old timey names. I think there's something really special about them. Uh, Daniel asks, what's a thing you indulge in when Mike isn't around? Um, I love ramen. Mike, Mike doesn't love ramen. He loves like pho. So I like ramen. I, I like to have some of that. Um, and Mediterranean food because he's not huge into all of that. So... I'll go for like falafel and stuff like that when Mike's not around. He's actually going to be in uh, Reno by himself at the end of the month, so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take myself out for for some uh, for some Mediterranean food or maybe Indian. I like Indian food, and he doesn't. He it's not his first choice. He'll have it, but it's not something that I force on him regularly. Some good old chicken tikka masala, something spicy. I like it. Uh, um, toss a coin to your Danny asks, <laughs> um, what's the worst and or best thing about traveling dealer's choice? Um, I'm, like I said before, just the in and out, the quick of the quickness of these trips. Um, I actually, I asked Mike if we could actually take a proper vacation this year and, that's still undecided <laughs> um, because we never really get a chance to take a, like a real vacation anywhere because it's kind of, it's kind of like we're always traveling and we're always doing something and um, it's hard to plan that around shows and stuff like that. So I think, um, I think the, the, how often it is. And I keep telling Mike that I'm going to have to like, scale back. But then of course, selfishly, I just want to keep going. You know, I, I, I enjoy traveling with Mike. He's easy to travel with. Um, the best thing about traveling is being able to see all these places over and over and sometimes for the first time. So that's, uh, that's probably my favorite best and worst. Um, Jesse asks, what cake is the best? Funfetti with funfetti frosting. <laughs> I think I said that wrong. Funfetti with funfetti frosting. Yeah, I feel like I keep saying that wrong. But I think it's the nasal knee, nasal knee, <laughs> nasaliness of my of my voice right now. Uh, that's my favorite. You know, uh, my birthday month is coming up, so... So I expect someone to make me a funfetti cake with funfetti frosting. 
sisters, if you're listening, pass the, pass the message along to Mike. What if I came home and Mike made me a funfetti cake? Holy shit. I would be so happy. Zed asks, where's Mike? He's actually with Olin Rogers, uh, doing some stuff. They've got some stuff in the works and they're working on it. (laughs) It's not the podcast, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. So we'll see. He's got my car. He filled it up with gas, guys. He filled my fucking car with gas. My car's just been in like in his way. So I, instead of moving it and moving all the cars around, I just keep telling him to take my car because I don't, I don't care at this point. I don't care to like leave the house. I had to leave the house yesterday because he was shooting stuff with Kevin uh, Platchy. And, uh, and he needed food. And I was so sick on the couch and I got up and I got him food and, uh, I went to where they were filming stuff and it was actually nice to get out of the house, but I had his car and I was like, wow, this is so weird. Cause he drives like a small car and I got, I've now gotten used to, you know, my bigger car and I'm like, wow, it feels so weird to be so low to the ground. And then I was thinking about like, Holy shit, I used to drive a Fiat. Like, I could have gotten crushed in that damn thing. But I did love that car, even though it was a piece of shit at the end. Uh, JSCNN says, uh, what is your favorite thing about Disneyland? I don't know that I actually have a favorite thing yet. I haven't, I've only been once. Uh, so I can't say that I've got a favorite thing because I don't think that's fair to have gone just once. Um, I did like the Star Wars park. I thought that was pretty good. I could have spent more time there. I actually said to Mike that I wanted to go back on that ride. Um, I thought it was fun. Uh, Jake asks, when did you, uh, when did you know you and Mike Falzone were going to be forever lovers? I don't know. I I feel like pretty early on. Uh, I feel like but probably agreeing to move, I kind of knew that this was it for me. Um, to move across the country with someone, I think that is a huge thing. And I think that we were able to, you know, figure out early on that that we were definitely good for one another. Um, moving here was hard and there were times that I doubted that that was the right decision, but I'm glad I stuck through, you know, it's sometimes it's hard. It's hard when you're homesick and you've got so many other things going on and financially you're struggling and you know, you, you're down and you're depressed. And I went through a really dark time when we first moved here, um, As much as you try to, you know, make things good and try to make them seem like they're good, they're not always good. <laughs> uh, but I did, I did go through a, a dark time, and I think I came out better for it. But I think definitely, at, like a year into it, I knew that he was going to be my forever lover. He's such a great guy. I don't think you guys get to see like 
a lot of people don't get to see him in the light that I get to see him in. And I'm super thankful for that. And I'm very thankful for him. Uh, Brianne asks, what drew you to Mike initially? Or what's your favorite sandwich? Both are important, LOL. Um, Mike's personality definitely drew me in uh, for at first. Um, but it was kind of like a slow start for us. Um, we, I kind of let him chase me a little bit and I wasn't really looking for a relationship when I met Mike and I was not in a great place. And, um, I'm glad that he definitely seeked me out more than I probably wanted him to. Um, I think that, uh, his definitely his personality and his eyes his eyes are dreamy uh and my favorite sandwich i don't know right now it's been like turkey roast beef and cheese with some uh pepperoncini and a little bit of spicy mustard i like that cheese if i didn't say that rob says do you or mike have a destination a destination that would be, that would love, what? Do you or Mike have a destination that you would love to travel to in 2020? My, I think we both want to go to Europe this year. Um, we have been saying it for a while now um, that we both want to go. And um, I think that maybe this year's the year that we're going to definitely try, if not, we're going to then again, try again next year. <laughs> I know I keep saying it, but I really, I really want to go to Europe. Um, but right now I think there's a lot going on. Um, a lot of things kind of hanging are hanging in the balance that we're not sure what we're going to do because something crazy could happen or we're going away. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, hope says you get a good new car yet. You ever going to call the dealership back? I did get the car, and I called the dealership back. No, I didn't deal with salami. I um, I went in and started talking with somebody else. I think his name was Matt. And then I basically beat down him and his manager that he was working with that day. But yes, I did get a new car, and I went back to the same dealership. Uh, Brooke says, hi, Zoya. What's your favorite thing about your thirties? What's the most frequent way Mike makes you laugh? And what's your most embarrassing childhood story? Wow. Uh, favorite thing about my thirties was really becoming comfortable with the person that I am and loving that, um, I think I am very much, I think I've always kind of been, but I think I'm even more so now just unapologetically myself and don't really care what people think. I, I can't being comfortable with that and not having to please other people for some unknown reason or some un awkward moment anxiety of of a reason that I want people to like me but honestly I don't care 
as terrible as that sounds, it's the truth. I don't feel like I owe anybody anything. I, um, I work really hard and I, I, I'm, I think I'm a kind and, and generous person. And I think that, you know, people that are going to try and take advantage or make me feel less than just don't belong in my life. And I'm going to let you know, um, uh, so I think that is my favorite thing about my thirties was just being able to, to really hone in who I am. And now that my thirties are almost over, uh, I feel really good about that. I feel, I feel confident in who I am and what I am and all of that. Uh, the most frequent, the most frequent way Mike makes me laugh is probably his little dances. He does like most, most of the time he'll, uh, he'll tell me he's got a donk, uh, especially lately. It's, that's, that's the new standing joke is that he's got a donk, but he doesn't. It's the little teeny tiny butt. Uh, and, uh, he shakes it and he dances for me. And that's probably my favorite way that he makes me laugh. Um, my most embarrassing story from childhood. Oh my God. Uh, I ate something bad once and I was starting to have diarrhea at school and the diarrhea fucked me over and I had to go home early from that. That was very embarrassing. That and when I fell and broke my, my, uh, my vagina bone and my cousin had to come to school and, and pick me up and bring me a change of, uh, of clothes because I got blood all over them. I smashed my vag open. It sucked. Uh, Jose Ane uh, Alejos says, what's your favorite thing about Mike Falzone besides him being funny? Um, he's thoughtful. Uh, like I said before, he filled up my car with gas, which is very lovely. It's the little things in life. He picks up. Um, he tells me how awesome I am. And, you know, like he just loves me unconditionally. That is huge. Uh, he makes me feel like I am the cream of the crop. Uh, he's just, he's just the best. He, I, I don't even know where to start. I mean, he's just awesome. I love my husband. I'm very lucky to have someone like him in my life. Uh, Josie asks, is Mike a virgin? Uh, he, she asks me to be honest. We're waiting for, for, ch for children. So yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, Caesar says, when is too much? Um, when is too much? I guess too much is when you, I guess this is more so for people that are watching the episode. Uh, I guess it's, uh, when you turn your head kind of a little bit and squint your eyes and you're just like, when are you going to stop? When does, when does, when does it stop? Um, 
That's when it's too much. Uh, Porter Gray asks, when did you know Mike was the one? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it just kind of, I woke up one morning and I was like, yeah, that's it. Cody says, besides work and Mike, what passion slash hobbies do you have? Oh, travel. Um, I think that if Mike and I can't swing, uh, a vacation. I think I'm going to take a vacation by myself this year. Um, I don't really have many hobbies. I'm tired when I get home from work. So that kind of limits me to things and I work late a lot. So, uh, I guess this, this could be my hobby, a podcast on my, on my free time. Uh, that's yeah. Uh, my passions, huh? Tra- yeah, traveling. Traveling is is on my biggest number one thing that I want to do and want to keep doing. But I want to go like everywhere. I want to go all over the place. I want to go on a safari. That's my in in my ten year plan. Um. Uh, life, death, and ta- uh, taxonomy. Uh, asks. How important are first impressions? They're pretty important. Uh, important. Um, I think that a first impression is everlasting because even if, you know, the second time you meet somebody and they're a little bit better, like let's say it was not a great first impression, the second, third time, and you you tend to like, kind of like, like someone. And I think after that, I think you kind of... Um, I think it always is in the back of your mind about what that first time when you met someone, what it was all about. I, I think, I think that's kind of a, a big thing. Justine asks, what are you doing for your best, for the best birthday month of 2020? Shit. Well, we're going to be in Portland and I get to see my sister and my brother-in-law. Um, and then my best friend is coming the day after my birthday. So or one of my best friends, Jackie's coming, uh, with her boyfriend, Morgan, and they're going to stay a couple days. Uh, my birthday is on a Friday this year. I may take that Saturday off. I typically always take my birthday off and I didn't do it the last couple of years. And I know I'm going to regret it the day of, but I don't want to take the whole weekend because I don't think that's smart. Um, seeing that I'm going to be away the, like the weekend, a week and a half before. Um, I don't know. I don't have any like solid plans. Um, I'm excited to see my friend. We might go on like a couple of day trips, um, but nothing crazy. I, I mean, I feel like as I'm getting older, my birthday month is less and less. It's less and less exciting. Uh, it's terrible. It's a terrible feeling. <laughs> uh, the Bearded Viking asks, do you and Mike cook at home? If so, who cooks and what do you make? Hashtag foodie. Um, I do a lot of the cooking. Um, I cook a lot, actually. Um, I cook, uh, I've been doing, I did um. 
I did steaks the other day with like steak fries uh, and a chimichurri sauce, which I've got a really great recipe for chimichurri. Um, I did chicken with chimichurri and like uh, potatoes and carrots um, roasted. Um, what else do I do? I did a, a quinoa like Mexican skillet type dish and that was really really tasty with uh turkey meat uh i might I'm, i was thinking about making a, a meatloaf this week uh there's a recipe i want to try and it's got like a little sauce that i think would be tasty um it's a little bit it's got a little spice in it uh which i think is exciting <laughs> um I don't know, maybe some pork chops this week. I might make a coleslaw. Uh, like no mayonnaise coleslaw. Uh, I don't know, we've been just trying to eat healthier and, and do a little bit better. And um, yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, I cook a lot. I made eggs this morning. I did eggs and uh, I had some leftover rice, white rice. Yesterday morning, I did eggs, a little bit of rice, an avocado, and some sriracha, and it was delicious. Um, you know, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, some pepper. Um, the last question is from Sean Stone. How do you, uh, re- uh, how do you process realizing that someone close to you, not in a romantic context, is creating more emotional chaos than you previously than you previously noticed ooh how do you process realizing that someone close to you is creating more emotional chaos than you previously noticed ooh i think everyone's got a little so- uh, something of this in their life um I think um, I think at that point you just kind of have to keep that person at at arm's length. Um I think that people like that get to be um get a lot of our, the good of us. Um and they think it's okay to create chaos. <laughs> and sometimes those people don't realize it, but then other times most of those people, they thrive on it. And that's the only way they know how to live their life. Um, I don't know how you, I mean, processing it, I guess, is acknowledging it. Um, and well, what do you do about uh, not allowing it to affect you is how often you allow that person in your personal space. Um other than that, I, I don't really know. I, I I would cut that person out. I mean, I understand if it's like a, a family member and it's kind of hard. But sometimes you just need to, uh, I don't know, get rid of it. <laughs> uh, get it out of there because it's not, it's not worth it. Uh, it. Sometimes the chaos is worth is too much work. 
yeah, but that's really all I got for questions, you guys. Uh, I hope that this was helpful and I hope you guys had fun. Uh, but Patreon is a virtual tipping and rewards website where you give us a little bit of your hard-earned cash and we give you a shout-out or we sponsor something that you want sponsored. Uh, Alex Krups is is one of our sponsors, and he wants me to read this ad for him. Uh, This ad is brought to you by Alex Krups, supporting his friends Pale North. Pale North is an alt-rock band based out of Canada. Their album, Wasted Years Together, featuring songs like Horseman and Snake Lake is available both on Spotify and iTunes. If you've given them a listen and decided that you want to support them, they've recently released their album on cassette shipping internationally. The cassette is available at palenorth.bandcamp.com slash album slash wasted dash years dash together. Again, that's palenorth.com slash album slash wasted dash years dash together. Make sure you keep an eye out for their lineup coming. uh, I'm sorry. Make sure you keep an eye out for their up and coming new track Horseman part two featuring Mike Falzone. Thank you so much. Uh, Alex Krups uh, and that's Pale North uh, band based out of Canada. And then Theodorus Carambellis is also one of our sponsors. And he's just happy to be here. And that's it. And we're happy to have him here. And he's just, he's going to be, he's always traveling. I feel like he's always somewhere new for work, um, which work does keep him very busy. And he's in Jersey this month, which I call the armpit of the United States. (laughs) And I'm sorry to anybody that lives in Jersey. Kind of. I'm only kind of sorry. <laughs> I used to hate driving through Jersey. It always smelled like like a like a dumpster to me. Uh, and then our ten dollar group, they get a shout out, and that kind of goes like this: uh, Jason Kunanananan, uh, Katie B, uh, Sarah McCoy, Kayla Johnson. Definitely not a jazz fan. Meg Vonderlinden, Jesse Stilwell, Aubrey Ferreira, Ferreira, uh, Emily H., Delthea Williams, Sean Frank, uh, Chris Robinson, Stink Wrinkles, Faith Rebecca Borga, uh, Hayden Record, Grant Levisseur, uh, Kendall Marie, Michael Welsh, Emily uh, Borky, uh, Hannah McCurry, Good Humans Pod, Jeff, uh, I'm sorry, Jacob D. Bradford, Joe Finney, Heather Zink, Christine Kane, Nicholas Anderson, Sean Stone, Troy R., Justine Johnson, Bailey Garrett Kirkendall, I'm sorry, Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, Hale State, Katie Taylor, Lillian Carrillo, Superfloss, Katie Farrow, William Boson, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, uh, Monique Quistorf, Brandon Cloughsmith, uh, Gabrielle Silco, Shane Welsh, Benjamin Fux, Scott Harrington, S- Siobhan Fanti, uh, Just Josh, Tatiana Clay, Robert Johnson, uh, Biff, uh, Sikora, Lisa Sikora, Keith Erickson, Tom Imholt, Devram Kissoon, Milky Beans, Kyle Schlack, Lauren Daugherty, uh, Ed Birch, uh, Sergeant Sparty, 
uh, Jess Enright, Lou Drake, Magnus Silva, uh, Chelsea Thomas, Logan Snyder, uh, Gary Parsons, Felicia Shimberry, Katie Lee G, Danielle De Verona, Dara McGrath, uh, Michael Cavagile, uh, John Robinson, The Wandering G Bear, Brandon Urban, Nestor DeLeon III, Helen Ford, KDA, Valerie York, Rob DeVeux, and last but not least, Matthew J. Pelka. You guys, these are all of my uh, Discord homies. Um, you can too be a part of Discord if you wanted to be a sponsor on the podcast. Um, again, I hope this was as fun without Mike. Um, I know that it gets to be, uh, a little bit redundant when it's just one of us, but I want you to know that we love and appreciate you. Um, and I'm hoping that, uh, you guys really enjoyed this and I hope you guys enjoyed my onesie. It's got mermaids and mermen on them all over. Uh, not a sponsor. Me undies, uh, got this, uh, well, this is where we got it from. Uh, and it has a hood and I love it and it's super cozy and I love wearing it when I'm not feeling great. I am going to go take off my makeup now, uh, that I just put on for this and, uh, I'm going to go to bed again. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.